if you're a software developer, you can build things, which is amazing, but it's hard to find customers. I'm about to relaunch my course, Marketing for Developers, on October 15th, devmarketing.xyz for a sneak preview. Are you a teampreneur or a solopreneur? This is Mega Mega, episode 39. <laughs> Recently in the Product People forums, those are at productpeople.club if you're interested, I asked this question, solopreneur or teampreneur? What kind of entrepreneur are you? Do you want to remain solo? Do you want to be the, the CEO, the main developer, the marketer, the salesperson, the customer support person? Or are you more of a team person? Do you want to lead and grow a bigger company? And nowadays, when I think about this question, I think about my friend, Nathan Barry, who left a really profitable uh, solopreneur career. He was doing online training and writing books and doing quite well, making about $250,000 in revenue a year. And he left that to go start a team. And it was a huge risk. He had to put $50,000 of his own money in. For a long time, he didn't pay himself a salary, and it was tough. And now it's doing quite good, quite great. Uh, but at the time, I asked him, you know, why, why are you making this change? And he said... Um, and then, so there's that side of it. I wanted to keep pushing myself. And the other side is I like teams. Um, I find solo work uh, to get lonely. Mm-hmm. And I also like to be able to leverage other people's skill sets. I want to take on bigger things and I don't want to do it by myself. I want a team of people to do it. And, uh, you know, I, I just like the, um, I, I like providing a great work environment for other people and, you know, all that stuff, reading, reading the articles of um, companies like Wildbit and Basecamp and all those others, you know, as they're putting a lot of effort into a great company culture and, you know, they're learning how to lead a company and all of that. That excites me. And it's interesting for me to listen to that again, because my immediate thought is, man, that doesn't excite me at all right now. And I think context is important. You know, Nathan started making products. He's still very young. Uh, he's still in his 20s. Uh, he had his first big hit when he was 21 or 22. You know, he started very young doing products and uh, being a solopreneur. When I turned 22, my wife and I had our first child and we decided I would work full time. And I decided to go work for a nonprofit. And I kind of started at ground level and worked my way up to being a regional director. And I was responsible for a team of people. I was responsible to make sure that they got paid. I was responsible for hiring and firing. I was responsible for team culture. And over the years, I think I got pretty good at it from the time I was 22 to the time I was 28. um, You know, I worked really hard at developing those skills. And eventually, I wanted a new challenge, like Nathan. And so I decided to leave the nonprofit world. And at 28, I started in the software business. And again, I started at ground level. 
and I worked my way up. I helped grow a team. I uh, eventually became the product manager, and I was, you know, working at a kind of executive level with uh, the other leadership there and trying to make a product that people loved and get new customers and all that. And then I got tired of that. And the thing that was calling to me was I want to run my own business again. And in college, that's what I'd done. I, from the time I was 18 to 22, I had my own little web development studio, and it was a company of one. And I just loved that freedom and maybe in a nostalgic way uh, wanted that again. And so then I made the jump uh, at around 34 years old, two years ago, into the world of consulting. And that was still working with teams, but I had a little bit more freedom. And then, as you guys know, in November, that consulting gig ended. And then December, I decided I was going to go solo again. And January, I started this podcast. And you can go back and listen to the other episodes. So it's interesting to consider this question, uh, especially because it seems to have so much to do with you know, what's the next challenge? In Nathan's case, the next challenge was building a company. He wanted to run a team. He wanted to work with people. He missed that. For me, I've, I'm coming the other way. I'm coming from working with teams. I'm tired. <laughs> I just want to worry about one person. I don't want to have to stay up all night thinking about uh, you know, whether my employees are going to get paid and, you know, this person has this issue that they're struggling with and, you know, that that's fine. Those are, uh, you know, I think it's worthwhile wanting to lead a team. But for me right now, I'm like, ah, I, I just don't want that. I just want to see if I can make this business work on my own. So how about you? What do you desire? In some ways, maybe what are you running from? <laughs> Um, I'd love to hear from you. If you are listening to this right now, if you can hear my voice in your earbuds, reach out to me on Twitter. I'm the letter M, the letter I, Justin, or shoot me a video on Instagram. I'm M-I, Justin, on there, Snapchat as well. Uh, I'd love to have a chat about you know where you're at, what you're thinking, why you want to build the business you want to build. And definitely this show is more focused on solopreneurs people that want to build their own business and make a living from the things they make, um, you know, provide for their families. And I'm probably not going to talk about team issues much on this show. I think you could probably learn some product development uh, skills from listening to the show, even if you're part of a team. But because I'm in this space right now as a solopreneur, I think a lot about solopreneur issues. And so this episode, I want to give you a framework for being a solopreneur. Uh, the first thing, number one on your list, is to find community. It's a big reason I started the Product People Club, is I wanted a, a group of people I could go to and ask questions with, uh, a group of people I could hang out with on Slack all day. And loneliness is definitely a big issue. Nathan mentioned that, you know, he doesn't, he felt lonely working at home by himself all the time. Uh, I've also found a local community here in Vernon, uh, helps start a co-working space. There's, you know, 
every day there's three to 10 people here that I can hang out with and talk with. Uh, And so that's important. Number one, find community. Don't just be lonely. Number two is get accountability. And the way I do that is I have a weekly mastermind meeting. And mastermind is this term that gets thrown around a lot. But basically it means you meet every week and each person goes around and says, you know, this is what I did last week and this is what I'm planning on doing this week. And then the other members ask hard questions and try to help push them forward in the same way that, you know, a CEO might to an employee. And I do that with uh, Paul Jarvis and Jared Drysdale. And uh, we've missed the past couple of weeks, but usually every week we take the time, about an hour and 20 minutes each, and we just share, you know, this is what I did. This is what I accomplished. This is what I'm worried about. And that has been huge. Um, and actually, these p- past couple of weeks, we haven't done it. I've missed it. So get accountability. Number three is when you're a solopreneur, you really can't waste time. You can't waste time. You can't waste resources. You have to start <laughs> making money as quickly as you can. And that's why I've been really uh, encouraging a lot of you to start with a training product or an education product first, because those are um, a lot easier for a solo person to produce on their uh, on their own. And so right now I'm in the midst of relaunching marketing for developers as an online course. And part of the reason I wanted to do that was because it's my best product <laughs> and uh, it's still the one that has the most demand and I want to make it better. I want to double down on this one thing. Uh, if you've been listening to the show, you've heard me kind of go from trying to make many things all at once to now focusing at on one thing at a time. And that, that's been a huge lesson for me. So number three, you've got to be efficient. Don't waste time. Don't waste money. Start building one thing. Focus on that thing. Get it out the door. Get it to paying customers. And then if you want, you can move on to the next thing. So I I just finished writing and publishing Jolt. It's done. Now I'm on to the next thing. And I think the fourth thing is tools. And we don't talk about tools very much. Sometimes uh, people say, ah, tools don't matter. But I've found that tools actually matter quite a bit. Um, They're not as important as you having a good business idea. They're not as important as you actually just sitting down and getting the work done. Uh, For sure, if you're spending all your time browsing the internet for, you know, what tools could I use? And, oh, I got to try this thing out. That's a waste of time. But tools are important. And I've, uh, after kind of experimenting with a bunch of things, I decided to relaunch Marketing for Developers as a course on a platform called Coach, withcoach.com. And actually, if you go to withcoach.com slash Justin, they've said that they'll take special care of anyone who signs up with that link, withcoach.com slash Justin. And I, man, I, I tried Gumroad for a long time and um, Gumroad doesn't do online courses. They just do downloadable files. I also had some struggles with just the platform itself. It felt like I was using too many things, too many tools. So, 
you know, I, I had this thing over here for online courses. I had this thing over here for downloadable products. I had this thing over here for drip email sequences. I had this thing over here for coaching calls. So I was using something called a pointlet to book coaching calls. And all of that stuff, all of these different services I was subscribed to was costing me money. It was complicating things. And so I found, after researching a ton, I found Coach. Uh, my buddy Spencer had built it, and he said, you know, you should come check it out. And I ignored it for a long time. And finally, I went and checked it out. And I'm like, wait a second, this could solve all my problems. I could bring online courses, digital products, drip email sequences, even my newsletter if I wanted to, and coaching calls all under one roof, all in one platform. The other thing I really like about it as a solopreneur is that it's really helped define how I'm going to make my money. So I think the bulk of my revenue this year, oh, by the way, I just paid my uh, corporate taxes yesterday, $13,000 or something. Uh, man, it's hard writing those checks. Uh, so I think the, the bulk of my money is going to be made through online courses like Marketing for Developers. Um, I have another one live on Coach right now. Uh, if you go to justinjackson.withcoach.com, you can see the landing page, how the like book a call thing works. And you can see uh, my uh, I have Build Your Audience course up there right now. And Marketing for Developers will be up on October 15th. Uh, but that's going to be one kind of bucket. Another bucket will be downloadable products like Jolt, my ebook, right? Uh, worksheets, other things like that. Things that are lower priced and that people can just download and put on their Dropbox folder and use or read when they're ready. And then coaching calls. And it's all in one place. And it really helps me to kind of think this is, this is my life right now. <laughs> Making online courses, doing downloadable products, writing books, and doing coaching calls. Yeah, so if you're a solopreneur and you're thinking about following a similar path, uh, go check out Coach with coach.com slash Justin. It's free to get started, and then you can get these other features when you upgrade. Now, if you've been listening to the show for a while, let, let me end with this. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you know I've also started these other projects with my buddy Marty. We have a, a software-as-a-service app called Network Effects, and then we have this other kind of membership site called Remote Workers Club. And so you might be thinking, Justin, what is going on with those? And the truth is, they're still going. Uh, we still have customers signing up for them. We're still working on them. And we are basically considering everything. We're considering, you know, maybe we want to double down on network effects, let's say, and put a bunch of money into it and put a bunch of time into it and hire some people and, you know, <laughs> to go quit being, in my case, quit being a solopreneur. But right now we're just testing. It's still like very much, both are very much in beta and we're not trying to rush anything. You know, Nathan had ConvertKit for, I think, was it three years before he decided to get serious? And we're not trying to move super quick. We are, you know, continuing to serve customers. We're continuing to tweak things. We're still, I think, looking for product market fit in both of them. And we're going to keep experimenting. And I think going back to the question I started with at the beginning of this episode, that's really the thing. 
is I think it's best to start as a solopreneur, build your own stuff, make your own stuff, make a living doing so. And if you're a solo artist and you want to join a band, go join a band. If you are a developer and you've been making your own little apps and all of a sudden you want to build something bigger, then build something bigger. But you can take time doing all these things. And there's also nothing wrong with taking one path or the other and staying in one path or the other. I think the danger is that people have this idea in their head that to have a successful life or successful company, they have to start a big team. And that's just not true. So try solopreneuring out and see if you like it. And if you like it, just keep doing it. And so for me right now, I really like it. And I'm not in a huge rush to go and try something else. Just try things out. Don't jump into something until you're like, you know what? I've got good fit with this situation. And if you're looking for an article I wrote about this, it's on my website, justinjackson.ca. It's called, You Want More Than Product Market Fit. All right, that's it for this week. This theme music you're hearing in the background right now, that is striker-metal.com. By the way, that maker mob we did for my friends in Forrester Band, uh, that actually significantly impacted their Spotify and Apple Music stats. Go to megamaker.co slash mob if you want to help with that. Uh, this podcast is hosted on simplecast.com. FM. You can actually use .com too there. And I am Justin Jackson, justinjackson.ca, the letter M, letter I, Justin on Twitter and Snapchat and Instagram. And uh, yeah, that's it. Go try uh, with Coach out. Uh, tell me what you think. And if you are a software developer that wants to start a solopreneur career and you're looking to make your first thing and get 100 customers check out my course. It's relaunching October 15th, devmarketing.xyz. It's going to be great. Talk to you later.